0: This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Jim McCormick of agmarket.net. And Jim, boy, we had a reaction yesterday at the close, and now it looks like things are pulling back a little bit. Tell us what's going on right now. We're heading to the markets today.
1: Well, plain and simple, I'm going to start where we started yesterday. About this time yesterday, the grain markets were all under pressure. It looked like we were going to get very close to getting this grain corridor extension for up to a year. Um, some of the demands that Putin has been asking for, essentially maybe some relief of a bank uh, being sanctioned to allow them to finance some of their exports, um, was going to happen, and the market was under pressure under this news. Okay, And then out of nowhere, there was a headline of a missile that came out of the Ukraine somewhere and landed in Poland, unfortunately, killing two two people. And the market just reacted very violently to that, um, fearful that maybe the Russians had essentially attacked a NATO member, and you, as well as fear that this was going to shut down the grain corridor. We saw an explosive move higher on, on a lot of commodities, energies, the grains all rallied. Well, overnight, what we found out is everyone in Europe pretty much agrees Russia did not attack Poland. Um, they're definitely, you know, it could have, they're not certain what happened, but it could have been a missile that was kind of misdirected after anti aircraft fire might have hit it. They're still finding it out, but the conclusion is Russia did not <laughs> essentially drop missiles on Poland. So we're taking that premium, Dustin, that we put in yesterday. is getting sucked right back out of it. Wheat's down 20, 25 cents. or pretty much right back to where we were before that headline came because now we're probably getting back to trading. More than likely, this grain corridor is going to be opened up. And if it does, that will keep grain flowing. And that could be a little bit negative price-wise for United States producers, unfortunately, because as the grain's flowing out of Ukraine, that will not push as much demand to the United States.
0: Now, with the prices we're seeing here for our markets, I mean, is any loss going to help maybe with some of our exports, though, and create some more demand for us? I mean, we're pretty expensive on the world marketplace, aren't we?
1: Well, right now, we are more expensive. Right now, if the buyers want to buy it, they can pretty much get some stuff a little bit cheaper from South America. Like, you know, Right now, I think you could technically actually import bean oil in from South America into the United States and make it work. So we are more expensive now. There's things that we need to keep an eye on, especially on the corn with this grain corridor. The markets on pressure because if they do get that grain corridor open, it may be needing an extra four or five million metric tons of corn out on the international market. But here's the thing. A lot of people aren't talking about Romania had a very small crop this year because of drought issues. So plain and simple, the grain that may be getting pushed out of Ukraine now that we thought may not, it's just going to offset the lost bushels out of Romania. So if you look at Europe as a whole, they're not finding a bunch of extra bushels. They're just replacing the Romanian lost crop. Now we're looking at the Argentina crop. It is getting smaller by the day by drought, by all accounts from the Argentinians. So the world supply is tightening. So what that probably means for us in the long run, Dustin, is you're probably going to see some demand come back into the United States as the world supply is really going to tighten in that Feb, March, April, May time period, potentially potentially. If the world needs to feed their livestock, they'll come to the United States. Also, that is historically the time frame. You look on inspections and shipments, that's when we traditionally sell and ship the bulk of our corn in that time of year. So there is time for the corn exports to pick up. But, yes, I mean, part of the problem we're seeing right now is we're the most expensive out there. Now, that making a note, I do want to make a note, we did get a flash sale this morning from Mexico. Mexico bought 1,866,900 metric tons of corn. Um, some up for delivery of the 2022-23 year, some for the 24 year. So, you know, we are selling corn. We also sold 150,000 metric tons of hard red spring wheat to Iraq this morning as well. So we are making some export sales, but no doubt about it, we would like to see more sales to help prop up the prices.
0: Now another thing, of course, it's affecting exports. We've we've been talking at length about the Mississippi River Valley being low, and but also uh, you know the the train situation. Now we know it got pushed off the the possibility of a strike now till December fourth, I believe. But now just hearing that another another offer's been rejected. I mean, are we are we afraid that I mean obviously this could happen and cause a big uh, hang up for us in, in moving our grain and our commodities back and forth.
1: Well, the river situation is getting improved a little bit, at least temporarily. We've had a lot of moisture come in, more in the southern Mississippi. The Missouri River caught some pretty good rain. So the, the Mississippi River situation is improving. It's not back to normal, but it is improving a little bit, so that is helping. The rail situation, we need to keep an eye on. Um, I think politically, though, uh, you know, the risk that the rail industry has is they push it too hard down the line, then the Congress just forces them to go back to work. Now, if they would, they probably wouldn't be the most efficient but more than likely, that deal is going to get done because the political pressure is going to be immense to keep this going. The economy is still very, very fragile. Even if you sh- I mean, the reality is shipping of corn is not the problem. It's you know how many towns get their energy needs by rail to keep you know their you know their energy generators going for the winter time. So I would say the odds are very low that we'll have a strike. But until you get that off the table, it's it's going to limit export sales because. You may not get a guy who wants to try to sell grain to whoever that country is, fearful that he may not be able to get that grain to the port. So it's something that's gonna it's gonna hurt demand till the till it's cleared up. Hopefully they can get it cleared up sooner than later.
0: All right. Now turning our attention to the livestock side of things, you know, cattle, hogs, what are we looking for going into the end of the week?
1: Well, right now I'm kind of watching this cattle on the pure technical side of the equation. The December cattle is trying to hold the early November low, right around this one hundred fifty ninety seven level. You take that out, you could see a buck or two technical correction in it. So I'm a little bit worried about this cattle market rolling over a little bit. Early talk was you're going to see a lot, you know, see some decent demand for the holidays. We'll see how that plays out. Retail sales just came out this morning, Dustin. They were actually better than people were thinking. So the consumer does continue to be out spending, and hopefully that is a good sign for the Christmas economy for the Christmas season, but as well as maybe demand for uh, the protein market as we go into the holidays as well. All right. Well, Jim, if folks
0: want to talk market strategies or get some information from agmarket.net, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: You can reach me directly at 815-665-0461 or reach any of the Ag Market team members at 844-424-6758 or just go to our website, agmarket.net. All right, Jim, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you and have a good week. That
0: again was Jim McCormick of agmarket.net on the opening market podcast. Let's run down the numbers. December corn down three and a half at 663 and a quarter. March down four and a quarter at 665 even. January beans down 25 and a quarter at 1431 and three quarters. November new crop 23 down 18 cents at 1379 even. January meal down three dollars and thirty cents at four hundred three seventy. Soy oil down two dollars and thirty nine cents at seventy two twenty seven. Chicago wheat down nineteen and three quarters at eight oh eight and a half. Minneapolis down eight at nine sixty six. Kansas wheat down eleven and a half at nine fifty one and a half. March oats unchanged at three ninety five and a quarter. December Live cattle down 15 cents at 151.12. November feeders down 35 cents at 175.32. Lean hogs up 12 cents at 85.45. Pork cutouts unchanged at 95.90. And Class 3 milk up 2 cents at 21.01. Thanks again to Jim McCormick of AgMarket.net for joining us here on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.